art, business, and community. Those are the ABCs of craft beer, and your host, Brad Mooney, is going to be diving into those subjects that feed our curiosity about craft beer. What is the art of creating those amazing-tasting beverages? What kind of business does it take to run a successful tap house? How do the leaders in the craft beer community show up? And now lastly, what is the involvement of craft beer companies in the communities that they serve? Listen to find out why craft beer is one of the most fun industries around today. So hello everyone, Brad Mooney here with the ABCs of Craft Brew. The A for art, B for business, and C for community. Today we have a really special guest. He's a little bit off of our normal track. He's not an owner of a craft brewery, but he has a great connection to craft brewery, and this should be a very interesting podcast. So my guest is Greg Orth. Greg, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and how you play in the craft beer industry? Awesome. Thanks for having me, Brad. So um, again, my name is Greg Orth, and I have a business called Craft Tastings. And basically what we do is we are a special event company and we pair craft beer and chocolate together. Uh, that's, that's the sweet spot or that's the, the basis of the company anyway, but we, it's a special event company where we host events, whether it's a private in-home thing or maybe it's at a brewery uh, or a restaurant and we pair specific craft beers with a specific chocolate for a, uh, a wonderful flavor experience. That's amazing. Like a, Wine does it with cheese all the time and beer and chocolate. I'm thinking that would bring in a lot more women into the the craft beer tasting. Uh, Can you tell us like, how do you start with a trying to pair beer and chocolate? So I think you're trying to be nice there, Brad. Um, Every time I tell people about pairing beer and chocolate together, I get the the weird eye or the, or the tilted head like, huh, beer and chocolate. That doesn't really make sense. And at first it doesn't. Um, and part of it is what you mentioned, you know, wine has so for so long been the kind of the social drink and the social event thing. You know, you have wine and cheese. And in fact, you have wine and chocolate as well and wine dinners and, and they're fantastic. Um, and I enjoy wine too. But what I found is there really isn't anything, at least when I started the business, there really wasn't anything that really focused around craft beer. And so uh, I had spent uh, 15 years working for the Hershey company. And so that's kind of where I got a little bit of my chocolate um, affinity, should we say. And I've really enjoyed craft beer from, from when I was in college. Um, and it actually was happenstance that one night I was drinking some beers at home and, and I threw a piece of chocolate in at the same time. And I'm like, whoa, what was that? And it was pretty awesome. And I'm like, wait, was that just a fluke or was that something going on there? And so I, I kind of kept with it. I'm like, and I kept trying it. I'm like, this is really pretty interesting. And so it really just spiraled from there and kept exploring it. And there really wasn't, there was nobody doing anything about that like that at the time and just experimented and wanted to validate, is this something that's legitimate or was it just kind of a one-off and come to find out it really was something that was legitimate. And again, with beer and chocolate, it's not what most people think about, but once you experience the combination of those two things together, it really is. It's, it's magical. And um, it's, a, it's an amazing flavor experience that, that most people haven't had before. Well, and I assume it has a lot to do with the ty- different types of beer too. And some would not be a good pairing. And I assume others are great. So, yes, um, I would <laughs> say that's the case. Uh, you know, Brad, we're talking about flavor here. And flavor is totally subjective, right? So, 
you know, you may have some people that, that don't like beer, some people that don't like chocolate. And, but when you put the two together, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. But what I got to, what I have to try to do is figure out, okay, what's going to work for the masses. And so it's a lot of, I know this sounds hard. It's a lot of, it's a lot of experimentation. Oh, it's, a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of research or as I like to say, R and D research and digestion. Right. <laughs> but it's a lot of experimenting because you know, just like a chef puts flavors together, you know, certain flavors do go together. You still have to make sure it works, right? And so you can't just take, you know, any IPA and pair it with a particular chocolate. You got to make sure it's the right one. And so there's a lot of, there's a lot of work and experimentation that goes into the, the pairings that I put together to make sure that, that, you know, the people that experience it are going to have the same kind of um, uh, benefit from the flavors that I put together is, is what I first experienced anyway. And it's, uh, you know, it's tough. Um, there's, there's talking about IPAs. I mean, there's a, there's a gazillion different flavor profiles of an IPA you can put together and, and expand that to every other style of beer that's out there. And so it's really making sure you get the right beer with the right chocolate to, uh, as I like to say, one plus one equals three. So Brad, you got the taste of the chocolate, you got the taste and flavor of the beer, but when you put them together, you want to get something, you know, just that's, that's special and different and elevated that, that really makes you go, Hey, wow, that was pretty awesome. Cool. So uh, I can see there's a lot of art in that tasting part uh, and putting it all together. So can you tell me more about the business of, you know, of craft tasting? Once you do those pairings, uh, how like, what do you do with them? Do you create a, a recipe book or, or uh, what is your, your plan to take that results, I guess? Uh, yep. And what are you going to do with them? So I, it really is. There's a couple different things, you know, primarily it's, it's hosting events, right? As I mentioned before. So that's the, the core part of the business. Um, but the tough part about that is and was, is getting people to understand that this is actually a, an enjoyable thing. Right. Cause again, I, I run into a lot of craft beer folks that, that love craft beer, but like, but beer and chocolate, that just doesn't make sense. And so part of the business is trying to get the word out about how this is a, a legitimate thing that you may want to do. Uh, and we'll kind of connect it to the community here in a minute. Right. But it's, it's marketing and, and getting the word out about what this is about and why it would be a pleasurable thing. Whether again, it's a private party or something at your own brewery or restaurant. Um, but it's also and this ties in a little bit of the community thing too, but it's also about letting people understand that you can do this yourself, right? Again, we're talking about flavors, right? And right. just like a chef, there really isn't a lot of, there's not proprietary things to a chef per se. They just take flavors and put them together and they know how to do it. And so what I love about this business is also then teaching people, hey, I'm going to walk you through a tasting today, but you can do some of this on your own. And encouraging people to experiment and to try it on their own and try different things. In fact, in, in, in my events, I encourage people, here's a beer and a chocolate that I put together for you. But as we go through, experiment. So take a different chocolate that we use with a different beer and try it with that beer, right? So take chocolate number four and try it with beer number two. Go ahead and explore and experiment because you, you really can't hurt anything. It may not taste that great together, but you know, there's, there's no reason why we can't experiment. And so that's really the big part about the business. Um, you know, I also kind of just, uh, I speak in certain events and, you know, like food shows or different places or craft beer places that, you know, just talking about the different dynamics of the flavors between beer and, uh, and chocolate. Um, but I also, that's, again, that's our sweet spot, but I also do craft beer and cheese pairings. So that's a different dynamic. I do craft beer and bacon pairings, which is probably a personal favorite of mine. 
Uh, and so basically I'm, I'm pairing craft beer with just about anything. Uh, but it really just comes down to then understanding, going back to the R part, understanding kind of what works together, what doesn't work together, and and fine tuning it, and doing a lot of uh, doing a lot of trials. Okay, so if somebody's going to start out and just see you, you know, do some tasting of this, is there a specific version of beer that in the craft brewery industry that is a, a better place to start or a more safer place to start, if you would say that? Sure. Um, so I would say the safest place to start, and this is what most people probably think of when they hear about beer and chocolate is say a stout and a dark chocolate, right? That's kind of been done for, for quite some time. And that makes sense. They're both on the darker side. They both have strong, bold flavors. And that's where most people's heads go when they think about beer and chocolate. And so that is a good safe place to start. But there's kind of, I would say, sort of a couple general rules of how somebody might want to start experimenting on their own. So what I typically like to say is you want to you wanna match intensity, right? So if you have a lighter beer, and we can say anything from a, you know, a, a wheat beer to um, you know, maybe a Pilsner or even a mild, very mild pale ale, those, that's a lighter kind of beer, lighter in body, uh, lighter in intensity. And so you want to match that with a lighter chocolate. So you're, you're going to want to go with something more on the milk chocolate side that doesn't have the same bite or bitterness that a darker chocolate would be, right? And so you kind of want to pair those intensities together. Again, these are very general rules anyway. Um, and so on the flip side, because what happens, Brad, is if, let's say I take a lighter body beer, lighter intensity beer, like uh, let's just call it a wheat beer. And if I don't pair that with a, a matching intensity, and let's say I take a wheat beer and pair it with a super dark chocolate, when I put the two together in my mouth, what's going to happen is all I'm going to taste is the chocolate because that's going to okay. overpower the beer. Right. And so I got to make sure that we've got this balance between the two so that they're almost holding hands walking down the street and not overpowering each other. Uh, on the flip side, then, if you have a much higher intensity and a, a, a darker body beer, um, higher alcohol content, you want to pair that with an appropriate, typically appropriate, darker chocolate. Because again, the, the darker the chocolate, the, the less fats that are in it and the more bitter that that chocolate will be and that's able to stand up to the the higher intensity of, of the beer so those are kind of just again very general rules of how we take a look at that uh, but then you have to you know to take it down to just some pl flavor profiles together uh, to kind of figure out what what works best but that's the easiest way to start out um, you know lighter beers lighter chocolate darker beers darker chocolate yeah that makes some sense and now they've explained it that way but yeah um it's an interesting concept that I'm not sure a lot of people will, will have thought of. So, It is. And, you know, I know a lot of breweries are doing, you know, they do, you know, beer dinners and stuff like that, or they might pair beer and desserts together, which is great. But I'm strictly chocolate. I mean, chocolate bars, you know, it's just, uh, it's just something a little bit different. And, you know, I take, I take the work out of it for folks. You know, I, I, I can do it. And, and if I haven't paired one of your beers together, well, I get a whole briefcase full of chocolate down there that, I can get a match for it. So it's just, again, it's just something fun and different. Yeah. That whole raft of sour beer stuff. I, I'm not a fan of, and I'm thinking that that would not be good with chocolate, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, it is. I, I, there's and the only beer I've never been able to pair with a chocolate is Guinness. And for the simple reason of Guinness is actually a super light beer. Even though people okay. think it's a, a dark and heavy beer, it's actually a super light beer in body and in flavor. And so it's just really hard. It just, it, it breaks some of the rules around, you know, what you think a stout would be. Um, but aside from that, I've been able to pair 
uh, IPAs, which can be tough because of the, the bitterness of the hops. But usually I put a, a chocolate with some, you know, spice in it that helps kind of cut through the, the bitterness of the hops. Being able to pair some sours, um, again, just with some things that, that tone the tone the tartness of the sours. And so that's kind of the goal with some of the sours. So, um, yeah, there's really not much that I can't, I can't pair with anyway. So. So I guess, how do people, if they want to hire you, I guess, to come to a brewery and, uh, and, and put on a tasting, um, mm-hmm. what's the best way for them to contact you? So the best place is uh, through our website, which is at www.crafttastings.com. That's all one word, craft tastings. Um, there's contact information there. And uh, like I said, I, I do private events. Um, you know, if you, you, let's say that Brad, you're gonna have, you know, four or five other couples come into your house and you wanna have a, a fun, unique experience with them. Uh, that's one thing that I do. I, I have often done work with breweries where I will, I will do pairings with just their beers. Uh, I'll also do events in restaurants that maybe feature craft beer. So they have a wide tap selection. And so we'll have a special event in there as well. And so kind of anything in between. I also do a lot of corporate engagements it's a great way to, uh, to treat your clients or maybe to treat your staff um, or your leadership team um, to a unique event. Because at the end of the day, it's about, it's, it's an experiential thing, right? And so it's about bringing people together. It's about having that unique experience. And, you know, there's just, there's so many kind of stale and boring things that, that people always do. And this really creates something different because again, most people haven't had a beer and chocolate event before or haven't attended one before. So it just makes it fun. It makes it different. Well, for sure. I don't think I've never even heard of people <laughs> doing that before. Sure. So people in the, the craft beer, they're doing the same sort of thing with their beer, right? They're making different flavors, different tastings, taking it to the next level and attaching it to chocolate. Um, yeah, it makes sense to me, especially as a, a corporate event for clients or whatever else. Sure. So I assume some of that is, is easier in your local area. So what city are you in? So I'm based in central Pennsylvania or specifically Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Right. Um, and so, you know, obviously I do a lot more around here, but I have, uh, I'm willing to travel if people want me to, to, to be there. Uh, I've driven as far up to Connecticut for, for an event before. And so um, I'm willing to travel if people want me there. And it's just, again, it's just a, a unique way to, to do something different than what's always been done. Cool. So I, I have this question that's sitting in the, my mind saying, so is there a name for this type of person or, or have you made up a name <laughs> as, as that type of uh, person that is, is, is tasting the beer and the chocolate together and doing all that? So uh, there isn't a name. Um, I like to just, I, I tell people I'm the CFO, I'm the chief flavor officer. <laughs> okay. um, so that's, that's kind of my job is putting these flavors together. Uh, but there isn't an, an official term here, um, you know, because I know in the beer world that, you know, there's the Cicerone program which is the, you know, the beer equivalent to uh, sommelier and wine. Right. Uh, but that is, uh, this is kind of just, I would say maybe one piece and part of that. So maybe it's not a bad idea to come up with something like this. Well, I think there's an opportunity there for you to label it for, <laughs> to, to be sure. something that is unique to you. But uh, this is all great. Um, any other comments you'd like to make about craft beer, chocolate, fitting in? Yeah, you know, I think at the end of the day, and I kind of mentioned this, it's, it's about an experience, right? If you really think about the craft beer world, and this applies a lot of other places too, it's very much an experiential, um, 
industry, should we say. So if you get around craft beer folks, it's about getting together. It's about, you know, going to, to visit another brewery or going to visit a brew pub and wanting to be on site and wanting to talk to the brewer and wanting to talk to maybe the owner. Um, and so it's really capitalizing on that experiential desire that people in this craft beer world have. Um, and what a better way to create that sense of community, again, as part of your ABCs, to bring people together, um, whether, again, whether it's a private event or a public event. It just, because people like to talk about beer, right? People, people love to share their experiences. People love to share what they think. And that's the other cool part about our events is people just start to then share, hey, what do you taste? What are you getting out of this? Because, again, it's subjective. Uh, what you might think is, is good, somebody else may not think, think the same way. And sometimes, Brad, the flavors in these, in these pairings that we put together can literally last a split second. And it may come and go, and you may not, you may not recognize it. Um, and so sharing the, your thoughts and sharing what you taste is important because it's, it's very hard sometimes to put words to flavors. And so through some of these events, you may, you may taste certain things, and you're like, I, I taste something, but I just don't know what it is. Right. And then somebody might say, you know, I taste a little bit of banana. I'm like, oh, that's what it was. That's what I tasted. But you just couldn't put a word to it. Right. And so just the sharing and just the engagement and the interaction and, and people talking about what they're tasting and what their experiences is, is important. You know, and at the end of the day, Brad, my goal is to make sure everybody has one mouthgasm by the end of the event. <laughs> right. Because you, you will literally see people's faces like, oh, I'm like, OK, you just had one right, is to make sure that everybody has at least one mouthgasm uh, through the event. And it's just, again, it's just a lot of fun. It's a lot of sharing. It's a lot of camaraderie. And again, it's, it's that experience. Well, yeah, I, this is amazing. Craft beer itself is, is that whole episode of going down the road of tasting and all the different stuff. Absolutely. Adding this on top of that, I, I can see is a, is a great next step. Um, Absolutely. And everybody needs a mouthgasm now and then. Absolutely. You know what? And you might get more than one. So be aware. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, thank you, Greg. Uh, that was an amazing different twist on a lot of things. Um, I'm sure we're going to have some people pull out their beer and, uh, and try some chocolate with it. And I, I love the idea of having events with doing this just to make sure. them different and unique. And, and uh, again, get people, especially once we get past all this COVID, get people back into actually socializing. Absolutely. And actually gives them a great reason to come out and do this. Yep. So thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, Thanks for having me, Brad. That is the end of the episode for the ABCs of craft beer, the art, business, and community. Thank you very much, Greg. And uh, you guys can catch this if you haven't on the podcast on our website at craftbrewmarketingagency.com slash blog. And we'll put it in there with uh, the information on Greg so you can find him and uh, pursue him if you'd like to. And, and, you know, again, another opportunity in the business. So thank you all. Thank you for listening to our show. We're glad you had a chance to join us. Be sure to subscribe, give us a rating. We like fives and share with your friends. You can also hear our past shows on our website at craftbrewmarketingagency.com.